What's going on, guys? AJ here, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. So I want to talk about a few things today. I think overall, I've been doing a lot of thinking, right? I think for me, as I think about my progression back in-house, as I think about the last few years, as we approach 2022, I think about a lot of variables, right? I think about DE&I. I think about what that means in talent acquisition. I think about what DE&I means as a leader inside of an organization, a people manager, someone on the HR team, someone in the engineering department, someone in an operations um, capacity, in a marketing capacity. I think about, um, I think about so many factors, right? And obviously DE&I for many reasons and many very important reasons has, has been a really important topic. But I think for me, what I've been actually thinking about as I'm going back in house, as I'm working with a few brands is how can we revamp our talent acquisition processes that puts us in front of more diverse talent, not just color, but diverse talent from a diversity of thought, a diversity of educational background, a diversity of just overall opinions and perspectives, a diversity of execution styles, a diversity, a diversity of how they got here, right? Like I think, I think I'm not only diverse in color, but I'm definitely diverse in how I how I ended up here, right? Like I I am not your traditional, I am not your traditional character in this space. You know, I didn't do the traditional educational process. I didn't do the traditional, you know, um, you know, going from generalist to a TA to um, an HR business partner to HR. You know, I didn't, I didn't do the traditional path. I come from a different world. I come from the entrepreneurial landscape. I come from the startup landscape. I come from the CEO, the founder, the, the scrappy landscape and, and I'm self-taught. And so when I, when I think about diversity, equity, and inclusion and how that bakes into revamping TA processes, there's a couple of things that come to mind and I want to share a few of those thoughts and I want to give you guys really tangible and tactic ways that I think for me personally, I'm gearing up to, to utilize this, this process and the step that I'm going to share with you here in 2022. But I'm also giving this insight and this tip because I want so many of you to take advantage of what I'm going to share as well. So I think the first step is kind of as soon as you identify your hiring needs, I think a few things need to happen to revamp some of your TA processes. Number one is I think making sure your hiring managers understand that we are trying to bring in someone that does have a diverse skill set, that does have a diverse set of opinion, that 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 looks at things differently, and making sure the hiring manager emotionally, uh, psychologically, is okay with that. I think. I think we have many leaders inside of our organizations that are great skill-wise, that are great industry juggernauts, that are great um, at the black and white. Maybe they're great at just understanding certain things about the role. Maybe they're just fucking good at their job, but they may, and again, I've talked about this, maybe it was their upbringing, maybe it was their first few jobs, maybe it was the way that they were taught to be a leader in this inevitable space, but maybe their ability to withstand new ideas or withstand a different way of looking at something or a different way of approaching something. Maybe they have biases. They're not willing to uh, be be okay with sharing and, and unpacking and adjusting quite yet. And I think double checking that as an organization 
And having more of an emotional conversation around those variables is actually really important and really key. You know, because here's what I'm seeing in the DEI landscape, right? I'm seeing a lot of organizations saying that we're going to make DEI something that we mandate and something that we take very seriously. And I've actually, I'm raising my hand now. I've been one that has been very adamant on removing leaders and managers when it comes to certain DEI variables. But one thing that I have not done a good enough job talking about is there is an emotional change management level of empathy that we need to, to take in consideration. Just because someone literally today, the second you mandated or the second you say this is going to happen, just because they don't have the psychological ability to immediately conduct a change management process personally without any support, meaning tangibly, just because they're not ready or immediately jumping at identifying and licking their biases and in, in, in the eye. Sorry about that. The audio cut out on me. Let me let me actually summarize the rest of this because I was just talking for another five minutes and didn't even realize that the audio cut out here. Um, essentially, what I was talking about is wrapping up the manager conversation, being comfortable with respecting their psychology, right? Because just because they're not ready at that exact moment doesn't mean at some point they won't be excited about unpacking their biases, unpacking different ways that they can learn to support diverse talent. From again, a tactical perspective, from a from a from an overall like different perspectives of how they're analyzing and seeing things, and so I think we need to respect and understand the psychology of the managers and give them support around that psychology. I think from there, then we need to actually start to hold those leaders accountable once we feel like they've been trained, once we feel like they've been developed, once we feel like they've been actually supported to 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 have the empathy around that psychology, and so I think moving past the hiring manager and to, to, to slowly summarize the rest of what I was saying, because again, the, the audio cut out on me here. I think we can make sure that the managers are trained to unpack the biases ongoing, are trained to respect diverse sets of opinions, are trained to identify when they are feeling themselves getting upset, feeling themselves getting angry, feeling themselves micromanaging because someone's doing something a little bit differently than they're used to training our managers to to identify these things so we can retain diverse talent is so important when we're revamping some of our TA executions and then looking into the job description will be the next step guys getting into making sure that if we have to bring in external talent to revamp our job descriptions let's do that there are so many consultants out here that literally have a practice in a consultancy that's based around that's based around making sure job job descriptions are inclusive, that are based around making sure job descriptions will read nicely from a copy perspective or will land nicely from an employer branding perspective with diverse talent exclusively. Let's not be afraid. Let's not penny pitch. Let's, let's bring in so many, again, external players that support us along that, along that path. Let's look into our job descriptions. Let's make sure our job descriptions are baked in a way that we need them to be baked in, a, in that way, making sure that, again, we have the right language that are avoiding biases, making sure we have the right language that are going to create an inclusive and safe vibe and energy as they read and as they consume. Getting into then finding the applicants, where are these folks going to actually be, right? So being really cognizant and creative and excited about finding the new job boards, making sure that it's a must that 
we're making relationships with these job boards and having a little bit of a competitive edge in, 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 in an environment where we're getting deeper in, in, inclusive and exclusive access to some of these job boards, making sure that we're doing creative things like sending some, some of our internal managers and hiring managers and heads of people internally on a, on a podcast tour. And that podcast tour and the listeners of those podcasts are diverse talented. And again, I'm not just talking about color. I'm talking about background. Maybe you have folks that are on a podcast that it's an entrepreneurial podcast. So you're looking to bring in a few more entrepreneurial minds and, and folks that are thinking a little bit differently. Building and developing an ongoing network of fellow HR leaders that are doing amazing things that are known for doing amazing things in the world of DE&I. So again, making sure that when we think about finding the applicants, we're building out a network, we're getting outside the box and really creative with how we're approaching defining the applicant process, auditing our job ads, going to diverse talent internally and saying, look, what have we done well? What haven't we done well when supporting and working with you? When you came to our organization, what was the first thing that you were thinking about and making sure that we take that data, take that feedback and bake that into revamping some of our employer branding strategies? The last two things, just to wrap this up, scaling scaling and operationalizing and then measuring. So making sure you're mandating some of your hiring managers and your leaders to mandate education ongoing, mandate learning ongoing. Everything I'm talking about takes, there's new blogs, there's new case studies, there's new, there's new white papers, there's, there's new courses, there's new trainings. There's, there's always new things out there where your leaders and your managers should be investing time and energy and resources to learning and, and getting excited about that and rewarding the leaders and managers that are doing so. Breaking up the responsibilities of everything I just listed is another thing. Actually assigning someone to run the podcast, to start an email newsletter, to, <clears throat> to stay in touch with recruiters that are, ex uh, that are exclusively based in diverse applicants and talent. Measuring all the effectiveness of everything we just talked about looks like the following. Measuring average time to fill, measuring diverse candidate employee experience ratings, percentage of diverse new hires, first, you know, first 90-day turnover populated by diverse talent exclusively, percentage of diverse high performance inside of your organization. All of this insights, all of these data points, all this is really important. And so I wanted to share this because I feel like this is one of the episodes where I feel really sharp and I feel really tactical. And I feel like right now, as we head into 2022, this is a really great time to get tactical, to get really deep and nuanced as we ramp up and revamp some of our TA processes. So as always, hope I was able to bring value. Love you. Let's talk soon and have a great, great new year.